0: It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a Speak Easy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Hi! Welcome to Speak Easily. I'm Krista Stoffer, and today with me is Jesse Hubbard and Nate Howe. Hi! Hey!
1: Good. This is new! This is, this is, this is super fun. Thanks <laughs> this, for having us.
0: This is our, this is our first time here. Yeah,
1: it's so fancy. It is fancy.
0: You know, I have
1: coffee that I had to provide myself, but uh-huh. thank you for that. You're but,
0: welcome. Yeah. Uh,
1: otherwise, this is really nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we, uh, it's always, we usually begin our, our podcast, if you've listened before, we usually begin with just kind of like a cold open. So we've actually been chatting some stuff that's not going to end up on camera for a while here, but yeah, um, past
1: roommates, disastrous past roommates,
0: disastrous past situations. We don't
1: have to ma- name names because if they happen to listen, they know who they are. They're like, <laughs> oh, I, I lived with them; they're probably you talking know, about no, me. I mean,
0: but to be fair, we cannot claim that we are the best roommates ever. You know, I know I can't.
1: Yeah, we all we all have our, but there's a difference I think between having some, some. Tendencies that may be a little annoying,
0: yeah.
1: versus just being, a, like I said, a disaster roommate. <laughs> I will, yeah. So
0: I think it, but, I'll,
1: I'll name names. Adam Neal. Adam. 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 Listen, we—he's he's <laughs> my oldest friend. We lived together twice, and I'm sure we would both have complaints about each other. Um, but he's still my best friend. Yeah. You know, like all these years later, so it's super—it's super, it's super uh, funny how you know, like once upon a time we were just at each other's throats. Yeah. And now, just like, I remember when we used to live together and you did this and drove me nuts and I did that. And you, did, you know what I mean? And I was like, it, the, the big thing that he always did was he was dating this girl and she, he would bring her, he would bring her home, uh, like, just to hang out or whatever. Yeah. And I'd get off work and all I want to do is sit in the living room right. and watch TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was always in there watching her shows. and It was like the most annoying shows. And it was like, I, like, What? I don't even remember. This was like, like this Will was like, Grace. whatever was big, like 15 <laughs> years ago, like
0: um. Teen
1: Mom or True Life whatever that kind of stuff you know oh, what I mean?
0: like the tlc or
1: That's like mtv stuff or whatever we, we laugh about it now we've talked about it you know and he's like is yeah. he still with her no oh okay good no they're married no 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 was, <laughs> she still
0: watches the show
1: i don't even remember her name i don't even know if he remembers her name
0: well the one and i'm sure megan's gonna hear this <laughs> megan had a cat that hated everybody it was like the meanest cat just would hiss and and scratch and bite and the cat loved me I don't know why, because I couldn't touch the cat because I'm allergic, but it would be like, I'd be sitting on the couch, nobody would be home, and the cat would come up from the basement and just sit right next to me. And we literally, the cat and I would just look at each other like...
1: It's probably because okay. you... Because
0: I wouldn't pay any attention to yeah, it. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. You want what you can't have. I also vomited a lot. Is it, that normal? It did yeah, or you that's did? Normal?
0: That's normal. I, no, I did not. I held in my...
1: Okay, pubes. I thought you meant from the allergies, maybe.
0: No. I just stop breathing. That's
1: fun. That's that's worse. hmm
0: They do puke normally. Like, why?
1: I don't know. They're just or balls normal. and stuff. That's a This is going down a weird path. This they're, is... <laughs> they're terrible animals. That's, that's I just don't like it, them.
0: Yeah. I mean, if something's going to make me stop breathing, I'm sorry. I don't really enjoy I, I
2: it. I stopped allowing roommates to have cats. Yeah. I was just like, no. The f- my first roommate. First time I moved out on my own, and I'm like, all right, I'm a grown-up, and I bought my first new piece of furniture. I bought a couch, and I was so happy. Yeah. I was yeah. pleased with myself. I'm yeah. like, we're grown up now. Yeah. got a couch. <laughs> Roommate brings home a damn cat. Within a week, that brand new couch was just torn to shreds and you just like, sorry.
1: I'm just like, are you kidding me? No. No. I
0: thought that we went and
1: bought an ottoman and a plant once.
0: Did like, the how- plant destroy the ottoman?
1: No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was referring to feeling about feeling very grown up like, oh, oh I have an ottoman. And I was like, yeah. yeah.
0: Ottomans are weird. They are. Uh, like- I'm not sure I've ever bought an ottoman.
1: Yeah. They're nice if, it's the right height. It, with it's got to yeah. be
0: this. Yeah. This one was not because I
1: didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't really an adult. I just felt like it. I mean, <laughs> if, if you feel like you're an adult from buying a plant in an ottoman, clearly you are what not a, a grown up. Give me your largest ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> I am adulting today. <laughs> I don't know what kind of plant it was. This was. This was a while ago. You're, you know, so I don't remember. Oh. So it's you not know. still
0: with you. I the plant, no. ficus! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: I, no, I. A child I,
1: wouldn't ask for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they might get a fern. <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway. Why are, we here?
2: <laughs> why are we here? I honestly don't know why we're here. You just we told me to come here. Mm. It's
0: just we just want to hang out and talk about old things.
1: Okay, like, hey, come come hang out.
0: Ficus, ficus. Is that plural? What's plural of ficus? Ficus? Uh, I mean, it's ficus. Ficae? Ficae? Ficus. No, I don't know. Like
1: ficus. Ficus, yes. I feel like we're it could be.
0: Cuss here. Anyway. You
1: said it confidently enough where I was going to believe that.
0: Ficus? poker face. Yeah. Ficis. Is that your p-p-p-poker po- 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 face? Is that. <laughs> hmm. So, anyway, you guys have started something new. We have. You have.
1: Yes, we have. It's um,
0: St. Russell Production.
1: St. Russell Production, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit. Start off? Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well, so, so... That was a nice transition. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Basically, um,
2: me and Jesse, we met uh, at a cocktail competition, which okay. is, you know, kind of how I've met a lot of people in this industry, you know? Yeah. Kind of There's the, the people who do those, and, and we hit it off right away, and, like, we've just kind of been looking for reasons to work together since. It's never, like, lined up that we worked at the same bar, so it's like, yeah. hey, let's, you know, maybe plan a pop-up, a competition, do something like mm-hmm. that. and. Uh, we started doing all this, you know, coming up with these great ideas, but we decided we needed to focus in and actually, you know, make them happen and, you know, St. Russell came together as just like an avenue to produce and put on all these yeah. events and have some kind of professionalism behind them instead of just, hey, let's just,
0: just do this. We're just doing this. We're doing a thing. Because yeah. let's make it official. You know? right. and there
1: was an element of that where you would do some stuff on the side mm-hmm. and I would do some stuff on the side and would just be like, oh, Nate is doing this, like, yeah. consulting or yeah. building this bar menu or Jesse's yeah. doing this cocktail yeah. class or whatever. And it does. It seems it's much more official, um, and I'm excited to be working with them on this. And I think you know, um, you know we've been, uh, like I said, like you said, doing these competitions for a while, and we're hosting yeah. our first competition. I don't know when this is going to be airing, right. but it's right. it's, it's, it's um, this Sunday,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we're super excited about it. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. We're <clears> teaming <throat> up with Echo and Ride River Social, uh, Echo Spirits, at River? also in Grandview. Also
0: awesome. in Grandview. Was, yeah, yeah
1: Grandview's old one, bar
2: 145 space, like way like in the back of this like a shopping like center. Okay. On on fifth, like if you don't know where it is,
1: yeah, it's hard I, to describe.
0: Okay, now I think I I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's all like right.
0: Everything's It's, like right there. Place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Brothers Drake just moved out there too. Oh, well, they
1: did. They're, they're on they, third. Yep. Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have High Bank on third, and there's a lot going on out there, so. Yeah, it's uh. Just
0: walk place to place. I'm,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to say that the event actually sold out. Now we sold nice. less tickets than what we would have liked to, due to like, yeah, you know, we wanted to be very safe. Right. You know, we're taking everybody's right. temperatures when they're coming in. We're on all these events that we do.
3: Right.
1: And uh, so but I'm still excited that it sold out and
3: yeah.
2: And it sold it's, out before we announced all the well almost yeah. entirely before we announced the finalists. We only had like a handful of tickets left when the finalists came out. Mm-hmm. So it was people who just wanted to come out and do this before they even knew who they're going to be watching. So. That was really encouraging. Yeah.
0: What's where? What's your? Sorry, I'm
2: sorry. No, I was just saying that's super cool.
0: Yeah. What is your background? I I know too much about (laughs) this.
2: My background is all over the place. Um, uh, back when I was coming out of school, I actually got into the culinary scene. I did a lot of cooking. Okay. Um. So my, yeah, my background was mostly culinary, and then um, I moved into marketing. Okay. When I was living in Boston, um, I became a like a, a contractor doing event marketing, promotions, that kind of thing, okay. and then um, I moved out to Ohio and that market kind of disappeared, so um, I was like, well, where can I do marketing and food at the same time, so I opened up a food truck, oh, and cool. I did the food truck thing for a few years and, and had some fun with it, and, you know, cocktailing and, you know, the bar industry has always been something of a hobby of mine, like, mm-hmm. I've been into that for a really long time, I've had friends in the industry forever. Um, and so I started bartending full-time because it was just like the easiest thing for me to just kind of transition Mm -hmm. into. I've always enjoyed it. I was like, I gotta make this, you know, it it kept my now ex-wife very happy to have me get rid of the food truck because it was way too much of a time commitment for her. Yeah. We ended up uh, selling the truck and and, and I started bartending full-time and just kind of took off from there. Where did you, what bar were you? No um, I was part of the team that opened up Grandview Theater. Okay. Um, I worked with Forspring Brewing a lot. Um, I worked for them as a bartender up until they closed. Okay. Um, I opened up the uh, Hooli Hooli in Powell. I was the general manager up there. Oh, and wow. I did their cocktail program to get yeah. them started. And now I'm at Rider River Social doing
0: wow. a cocktail program there. Wow. So. You're all over.
1: Yeah, I've been. <laughs> I've been I picked about a good uh, business partner, right? Yeah. So he can he can handle the food, he can handle the drink, and I can just run around and be loud.
0: Yeah, I mean that sounds it's about perfect. Right. It, kinda, it's it works not... out well. It's
1: perfect. <laughs> it's <fair.
0: laughs> Is that on your business card?
1: People listen and be like, yes, yeah. "That's that's, yeah. that's accurate."
0: That sounds about right. Yeah. So you guys just the, the cocktail competitions. It's amazing to me, like you said, how quickly they sell out. Is just the people are so interested in. Seeing what other people can do is that. Yeah. What's the the main draw? Well,
1: there's such um, such an, uh, an appreciation in Columbus specifically mm-hmm. for the craft of, of bartending, mm-hmm. and it's it's really neat to this see an art. Uh, it, I I would agree. It is yeah, and it's it's a really impressive skill when people can take these raw ingredients and turn it into something that is so delicious that mm-hmm. people will even pay money for it. Right. I mean it's you know it's that's really cool and. Um, You know some of these competitions there's there's like a little bit of a theatrical experience to it and we're certainly going to have that for ours everybody you know we have an entrance Mm -hmm. music we've got kind of like a boxing theme we're (laughs) facing them off in brackets it's going to be super cool yeah yeah and uh and i don't and you know it brings people together like you said we we met through a competition and you know hit it off pretty quickly yeah uh i don't know i mean what do you think What do you say I mean it's just like it's just the camaraderie of it? The camaraderie of it I think is
2: what draws especially the competitors to it. Yeah. Um I I wish it was, you know didn't have anything to do with people being sick of sitting at home and wanting to do something. I think giving them an event, they're in a hurry to come out. But no, I mean I've I've always found that, you know, especially these kind of like cocktail fights kind of thing where it's Mm -hmm. like you're doing like a live presentation. Um it's just a lot of fun, you know? People just come out and it's just a, a goofy, good time. It's more about having fun than anything. I mean, I don't want yeah. anybody to, you know, leave this, even if, you know, you come in dead last, it's like, I hope you had a good time. Cause like, that's what it's all about, yeah. you know? I really feel like a lot of the competitors are competing against themselves more than mm-hmm. anything. It's like, there's no really animosity between bartenders that I've found. And yeah. We just want to have a good time and, and, and yeah. get together and
1: do something, you mm-hmm. know? It's yeah. like healthy competition, Even Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of the bartenders that do these competitions tend to know each other either yeah. prior or they know meet each other through the competitions, mm-hmm. as we said, and it's, it's a healthy competition. So I know, you know, uh, if, you know, I can't win then I'm in one with some buddies of mine, like I hope one of them could win, yeah, that's pretty right. cool too, yeah. and win or lose, you always walk out of this. Anytime you compete in one of these, you always walk out of it a better bartender because yeah. of the preparation that you have to put in, and also any feedback that you can get from the judges, uh, and also, watch the other the other contestants. Right. Sure. What are they doing? I picked up some cool stuff so over the
0: do they have to come in prepared, like they have their own recipe today? Or do they have to, like, you get these 12 ingredients and you so have to...
2: So our competition <laughs> a is a little different. different. Yeah. Um, okay. Basically, they submitted an original recipe online. Okay. Um, and that we judged... To determine the eight finalists. Okay. Um, so that one they had all the time that they needed to come up with it and make it any way they wanted. Yeah. Um, and now that they're in the finals, basically we're gonna give them <clears throat> a spirit, a secret ingredient, and then they have a rack of ingredients. And they have to put something together on the fly. Like, in so five this minutes. Is, five minutes? This is minutes. gonna really That's test gone. their knowledge of, uh, of product and, and basically their knowledge of classic cocktails because
1: they're gonna have okay. to fall back on those and like be like, what can I twist and, right. and make you, you think do. about like, it? You're at right, full bar, you know, on, yeah. a, on a weekend. Somebody comes up, like, surprise me with something. Yeah, we all have gotten that request.
0: Right, I think is, I do and, that too most of yeah. the time. Yeah,
1: you, you always did. do. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and the Don't sign it, of water. A, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's
2: a sign of a good bartender, someone who can like just talk to their client and be like, you know, it's like, well, what do you want? What do you like to drink? Right. Oh, you want a gin cocktail? Do you want that to be dry? Do you want it to be booze board? Do you want it to be citrusy? Yeah. And they can just do that. And, and
1: the, with the eight finalists, every single one of them is a, is a very talented bartender, and they're fully capable of doing this. Okay. Um, and we're really excited to see what the, what everybody comes up with. And it's going to be bracket style, like March Madness. Okay. So. You make it past the first round, so like eight mm. down to four, down to two, and then the champion.
0: Is it the audience or the judges that are determining who?
1: So Nate was talking about their initial cocktail that they made. Yeah. Uh, you know they had time to pre right. really prep. Right. We're gonna have those there for all of the audience members to try yes. and to vote for the fan favorite. Okay. For the ones that they're making on the spot, it's gonna be the judges. So like Nate, uh, myself, Derek Reno, the bar manager over at Echo Spirits. Okay. And uh, Blair Beavers.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's
1: part of the podcast community.
0: Yes, he is.
1: And the bourbon cocktail community. And yeah. All that good stuff, yeah. yeah.
0: They take the best pictures. They have the best downtown view. <laughs> I love all of the pictures that they take.
1: They, they do. Take. They really do. Yeah. Uh, they they had my wife and myself over, not this past summer, because it didn't happen the year before, yeah. for Red, White, and Boom. And I was like, oh my gosh. that was I've experienced it before, but yeah. never. I mean, like, right, you, guys, right you guys can charge, t- you can charge a yeah. ticket price for this. You know, it's amazing.
0: I mean, not this
1: summer, but yeah. Well, no. yeah. This was a fun this, summer yeah.
0: for fireworks. Yeah, I yeah,
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, a couple like uh, like sparklers and call it a day.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of people just set them off.
1: My you know. neighborhood was oh, yeah.
2: not quiet for the better part of a month.
1: Yeah, it did. not yeah. yeah, just I think it just created more leave. illegal fireworks. Uh-huh. being yeah. So you guys are right, people like poor, screw this year. Poor dogs. Sick yeah. not Yeah. Luckily, mine doesn't. Mine work. People were randomly sitting them off last month too. It's September. Like you know, why, kids are why? back at school. <laughs> right.
0: Sort of. Well, yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Once in a while. sub schools. Yeah, not for long. Yeah, anyway, uh, you said back to what you were saying. You said secret ingredient. Like.
1: We can't
2: tell you what it is. No,
0: I don't want it. But
2: basically, it's like we're gonna give you. This one of Echo's secret. spirits, Thanks. and then we're going to give you, yeah, a, basically just one ingredient that they have to incorporate into their cocktail. Like, okay. It's not going to be anything too off the wall, but it's like, basically, it's like, take this spirit and this ingredient, and then put together and a go. cocktail.
3: Okay.
1: And something go. that you wouldn't necessarily think of off the top of your head, but we don't want to, and this is something we talked about when we were coming up with this concept, yeah. we don't want it to be something that's so weird, it's not going to make a good cocktail, because we want these to be really good cocktails, so we're not throwing okay. somebody like, you know, like crumpled up leaves. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no.
0: lysol or
1: <laughs> <laughs> dirt. Yeah, no.
2: Basically, because we and we, we also you know five minutes is not a lot of time, no. and we don't want anybody to just freeze up and not finish. Mm-hmm. It's like this is yeah. about having fun. Yeah. we don't want anybody stressing. It's just like just put together something fun. So we made them all approachable. You know, anything that a good bartender you know wouldn't have any trouble.
1: With. Some of like, I guess you would say. Out, like ingredients that would be on the outskirts of what you know okay. we would commonly think of in a cocktail. Yeah, definitely are going to make for really fun.
0: Give me, a, give me an idea—not um, what it is, but something, because you know my cocktail knowledge is rather limited.
1: Really yeah, just think of, think of uh, unique flavors. Okay. Right. So think about the flavors. Like this yeah. is something that I wouldn't necessarily think of for a cocktail,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'd like it in food. I like the flavor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to give away too much.
0: That's fine. Just tell us what it's. <laughs>
1: so here's the we, list. We can tell you. We can tell you later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, we already know. Yeah, the first uh, the, the first round pairings and what they're getting. So it's like I just uh,
1: yeah we set them all up. They set them all up. Yeah. So okay. we, like... we wanted to keep it consistent, so everybody had you know even though they're different ingredients, but yeah. everybody has a, a, a fair shot. Yeah. You know.
0: But everybody gets the same.
1: When you're going head to head with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, gotcha. Okay. And then a different one. Because we want to make it fun.
0: Yeah. We don't yeah. want it
1: to be like, you know, yeah. you're all getting. Yeah. And if everybody got onion, the same one,
2: one the fourth round people would be at a much better, you know, advantage. Oh, than absolutely. The first round.
1: So we have. We're excited about e-
2: it. E- each individual head to head has their own ingredients. So. And this okay. is going to be,
1: you know, we really want this to be an annual thing that we do. Um, and I hope next year, who knows, but things are back to some, some yeah. of normalcy. Or we can have more people than, mm-hmm. than the 50.
3: Yeah, for
0: sure. In there. How does, how does one become a bartender? I mean, it's, it's got to be something that, like, you've got to study up on these things. And...
2: Um, honestly, uh, yeah, learn. The best way to do it, honestly, it's like get a job as bar back somewhere mm-hmm. and pay attention. Um, yeah. Bar backing is one of the best and worst jobs you can have. You have to work twice as hard and hustle twice as fast. Mm-hmm. But if you pay attention, you can learn a lot. Not just about how to, you know, make drinks, but watching bartenders, like, you know, perform their craft, yeah. like learning how to like mm-hmm. multitask, learning how the to- bug
1: the bartenders. You know. Why do you do that? What's yeah. that? What's mm. Okay, now what are you doing? Mm. At the right time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, just-, Not, just on Not, <laughs> Not on a Friday, Friday night. On a Wednesday, absolutely.
0: And <laughs> how to lose your you job
2: know, quickly. It's like, it's just be around. I mean, honestly, I know- Just go get ice. Yeah. I have a Jeez. good friend of mine who has really come a long way in the last like two years and he had a regular nine to five job Mm -hmm. up until he was in his late 40s and he was always a cocktail enthusiast so he read all the books he learned about all the product he made a lot of cocktails at home and he would just go to bars and he would just watch and learn and talk and interact like he never went into a bar and didn't interact with a bartender he never just sat there ordered his drink Mm -hmm. and he hit the ground running and it was like literally within six months of his first bartending job he was a beverage director you oh, know, wow. at a distillery. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, and everybody's like, well, you didn't earn it, but no, you did because like he put in years and years and years mm-hmm. of effort and research, just because it wasn't mm-hmm. his, you know his full time gig. Right. Um. You got to remember too, to be a good bartender. This, this, you know, it's always evolving. Everything mm-hmm. that we do, you know, tastes change. You know, trends change, and you can never know everything. Right. So it's like, unless you're willing to continually be learning and paying attention. Um, you're going to kind of get left behind and that's yeah. the most important thing is just yeah. like, the con- like remembering that
1: the continued education. There's always
2: mm-hmm. more
0: to learn. Well, and there's different trends in a way, right? Oh yeah, always. for sure. Like, what's big right now?
1: Yeah, and you have to kind of ask yourself if you want to follow some of those trends sometimes. you know, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you see stuff and you're like, that's a little bit too much of a fad.
0: What Like, what I is think. right now?
1: Uh, I don't know about currently right now because everything's upside down oh yeah uh but before the one that we were talking about recently well in recent years uh activated charcoal okay in a a cocktail it turns black that was interesting um i guess people are still really really into uh smoke cocktails which i think are fun but some people are starting to kind of get like Mm -hmm. you're saying jump the shark a little bit it just depends uh there's just certain fads (laughs) like that and then it all kind of comes full circle to where, for a while there, you were doing everybody, and their brother was doing seven, eight <coughs> ingredients in a cocktail, you know, yeah. because if it was co- if it was complicated, then it had to be good. Ah, uh, no. And then, yeah. right? And then I
0: tasted several that aren't. <laughs> it's kind of come
1: back around, I think, to the thinking of simplicity. Yeah. A lot of, and I know I enjoy that as well. I like I like getting weird with it and having a bunch of, yeah. but it's just not realistic to right. for every cocktail would be that way. And sometimes it's fun to just see. Three ingredients in a cocktail mm-hmm. and it's still so complex with the with the flavors and it's yeah. so balanced and it's just a perfect example of what a cocktail was you know once upon a time and that is essence. essence yeah. is so yeah. there's you know the, the trends come and go and they're fun and I, you know i've certainly jumped on some of these laggins, but at the end of the day you have to be able to make a, a good cocktail with a few ingredients yeah. or or you have to make a good cocktail with a surprise ingredient thrown at you mm-hmm. you know and it's so it's See how I tied that all together?
0: It was lovely. Thank well you. Done
1: you. I feel good about it.
0: How do you know how much to put in? I mean, again, I pour a glass of wine and that's as complicated as I think. So, like.
2: <laughs> the, the key to a great cocktail is always balance. Um, you know, when you get people that come into yeah. your bar and they add, do like, oh, you know, give me a heavy pour or light ice, it's like, no, we put these cocktails together yeah. specifically for a reason. They are going to have balance. Um, you know,
0: and everybody has Or, can you tastes. switch
1: out this for this? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I have vodka instead of gin?
0: In a gin and tonic?
1: Right. Like, I do not want to hear <laughs> that you don't like this, because you're not going to like it, because it's not right. Mm. And, you know, What's I'm always willing to work What's with the customer. Drinking? At the end of
2: the day, it's the hospitality industry. It's sure. like, yeah. you know, yeah. the the customer's not always right, but the customer usually gets their way. Mm-hmm. This is the way I look at it. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> like, that should be the so, news. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so you, you try to work with them, and a lot of times, if like you know, somebody comes to me and like I said, they want vodka instead of gin, I'll be like, well, really, that would throw off the balance of this mm-hmm. cocktail. I'm happy to make you a vodka cocktail, and again, it may not be on my menu, but I can look at the flavor profile of my gin cocktail and be yeah. like, all right, if you're liking those flavors, let
1: me do this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, which is but, most people are understanding of that, you know, yeah, yeah. and they, and they was you might not think that it just changing one little ingredients or even a secondary ingredient mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. can you can you like do do more simple syrup in that or whatever I'm like eh, can you like hold the bitters you know things little things like that even yeah I'm like okay we can but here's you know just a little short explanation most right. people are like okay yeah I'll leave it the way it is some people just want what they want and like he yeah. said you give the people what they want but bartenders you know uh these bars around town and everywhere across the, the world really The bar staff puts a lot of work into into these cocktails, so it's, I think it's one of those things where just try it, try it. Try it as it is. Try it as it is. Give it a shot. Put your trust in us. Put your trust Mm -hmm. in us, exactly. And if for some reason it's not your thing, then maybe we'll try something else.
0: It's like adding salt and pepper before you taste it. Taste how it is first. You may not need this. I always ask my
1: wife, like, would you put salt and pepper in this? You know? Because I like a little salt and pepper, but I don't want to just immediately go to it.
0: And you shouldn't. I
1: shouldn't, you right? shouldn't.
0: I did read an article once yeah, of a insulting. boss that would take new potential new hires out to eat. And if they put salt and pepper on their food before tasting it, he wouldn't hire them.
1: By the way, it, I know this is not really trendy at the moment, but remember Salt Bay? That guy with the sprinkle of the salt? You guys yes, remember him at all? I do.
0: Salt Bay? They call
1: him Salt Bay. He's this guy who wears sunglasses and a t shirt. White T-shirt. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would sprinkle it the salt. Like Jr. Yeah, and it would like bounce off of his, of his of his forearm, and it was really disgusting. Yeah. But he's he was really popular. On what? On like whatever big slabs of meat.
0: No, 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 what? not what would he put the salt on? <laughs> <laughs> no, what would he put the salt on? What was he popular on? I, don't know. I always saw like social, social
2: media like little <laughs> videos of him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. On, the social, I, on the socials? He puts it on meat. <laughs> I know that. Well, it, I, could I have been, a,
2: it could have been mashed I actually potatoes. currently have a co-worker who has replicated that move many times, and I'm just like...
1: Oh, oh, if I had know. a chef come out and do that, it was like, sleeve rolled so up it, and just like, it bounce it off of his... So it runs down the arm? Yeah. This, yeah. Is, you know, this is pre-COVID, but yeah, well, it was yeah. still nasty.
2: That's yeah. It yeah. was... And I watched him just hack apart giant, beautiful steaks. Like, yeah. His carving technique was i have
1: heard from people that are good chefs that he is not one of them.
2: No. So I just put it,
1: but it's, you know, gimmicky. Gimmicky. I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what we may think of that. Something sparked that. And that's the funny head.
2: thing and with cocktails, too, is like so many bartenders will go for the gimmick
0: <laughs> over
2: the, the the good cocktail. Yeah. yeah. You, you can give the same, you know, ingredients and ask, you know, 10 different bartenders to build you the same cocktail and it's going to come out different every really? time. Really? Because, like I said, the good bartender, like, it's finding that balance point. Mm-hmm. It's knowing how to use the ingredients, how to manipulate the ingredients to find balance. Where mm-hmm. it's like you can take the same ingredients in slightly different proportions, and everything you know,
1: everything from like how how much you dilute, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, shake it you, yeah, you it. shake it, you stir it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you shake it, you stir it. You it's more than just the amounts. Yeah. All these different all these different things. You know, what type of glass do you you serve it in? That will you know factor into the aromatics. What what varnish mm-hmm. do you use? Is it something that is just there? purely for the aesthetics, or just something that adds to the yeah. sensory experience.
2: One of my, my favorite examples is um, this guy, uh, Jeff Berry, Beach Bum Berry. He's a tiki guy, he owns a, mm. he's, he's more of an anthropologist than anything, cause he like went and dug through tiki history to get all of these old recipes yeah. and put them back together. Um, he has a bar in New Orleans, uh, and they were trying to come up with their daiquiri recipe, and it was him and his lead bartender, and a daiquiri is, it's rum, mm-hmm. lime, and sugar three ingredients. It took them nine months to find the perfect daiquiri recipe that they wanted to put on their menu because it came down to even the things as like, well, lime juice and simple syrup. Simple syrup is, you know, do we use white sugar? Do Mm -hmm. we use Demerara sugar? You know, what kind of sugar do we want? Do we blend those two sugars? Yeah. Then we're adding water to make the syrup. That's dilution. Um, Lime juice has water in it. Yeah. Do we consider that when we consider dilution. Do we sweeten the lime juice versus making mm-hmm. a simple syrup? Then you have rum, white rum. Do you use 86 proof? Do you use 89 proof? Do you use 91 proof, 97 mm-hmm. proof, 101 up to 151? How do you blend it so, because yeah, that mat- again, that that's matters. dilution, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like all that matters. And then it's like when you shake it, what kind of ice do you put it on to shake it? You know, are you using full cube are you using half cube? How much, you know, dilution or versus aeration? Ice. It's yeah. all those different things. It's like, you stop and think that somebody, two guys, two f- people that are absolute professionals. Yeah. It took them nine months yeah. to come up with the a cocktail daiquiri. they wanted to put. A daiquiri. Yeah. The most simple, straightforward, you know, almost, one of the most perfect cocktails out there. But, you know, to find that balance where they were going to be absolutely happy, it's, it, you know, and that's what it is. Like, anybody can throw a
1: daiquiri together. Perfect daiquiri. Shake sure, you could. you could.
0: I don't think I've ever had one, actually. Except a virgin strawberry daiquiri when I was, like, seven.
1: Yeah, we're not, talk- we're not talking about, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but, like... Yeah, there is. Stop talking better. Try to make it feel better. To our, frozen strawberry to all daiquiri. To all
0: our daiquiri <laughs> drinkers, we apologize. Go ahead. We have lost a daiquiri. We've lost Heather Graham daiquiri drinkers. <laughs> no, we didn't. Daiquiri we didn't. Because we <laughs> daiquiri drinkers know what daiquiri is. A
1: true... A real daiquiri. ...daiquiri okay. isn't frozen. No, it's
2: served up in a coupe. In okay. a coupe. Yes. Cocktail
0: glass. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Thinking so like, think like the,
1: old, the old think think like Gatsby champagne glass. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's. Yeah. Those are those are fun, though.
0: There's so many glasses. Like so many. There are
1: there are a lot of glasses. And
0: you I it's mean true. do people call you out if you serve it in one
1: glass? Well, that's I mean there are certain cocktails where it only goes in this glass, mm-hmm. but there are other cocktails where you can serve it in in different ways. Yeah. Sure, there's different, like, like an Negroni or a Vukare or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to mix up the way that they serve it and make that part of their signature style on the cocktail menu. Okay. So, there's certain things, like, you know, you, that shake up an old-fashioned,
3: mm-hmm. you
1: know, or whatever, or a Manhattan or something like that. And it's like, eh, you know, that's that's really, there's no wiggle room there. Yeah. You know, but, um, no, because I think... A lot of it has to do with people don't call anybody out on necessarily uh, because maybe it's a very intentional choice mm-hmm. with the way that this is being done. Yeah. You know, if, if if you go to a cocktail bar and you know that they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and this is this is the real deal, and they serve a cocktail that you might not necessarily think should be up, but you see it up. Yeah. You got to trust that there's a reason for that based on some a lot of the stuff that he was talking about.
0: Okay. So, what is your favorite cocktail to make?
1: <laughs> to make? To make? Mm-hmm. I like anything that is like booze forward. Specifically working with uh, like bourbon, whiskey, Mm -hmm. things like that, where you really, because I'm I'm a big bourbon nerd, and anything that, you know this, the conversations we've had, (laughs) anything that's really going to be focused on the notes of that bourbon, Mm -hmm. and what can we work around that to highlight that, but also, you know, Kind of give it that complexity at the same mm-hmm. time with the balance so stuff like that i think yeah. are really fun so a lot of times you take a classic cocktail and you riff on it and mm-hmm. maybe tilt it a little bit to make it a little bit different or we can go completely different with it mm-hmm. it's where it's it maybe not recognizable as that anymore but clearly that's that's yeah. the inspiration the
0: base, right yeah
1: what about you yeah. man i know you love your tiki stuff
2: I do. I hate making tiki drinks. <laughs> pain
1: in the
0: ass. What is? Uh, tell me. I don't know. I don't know what tiki drinks are.
2: I didn't know you hated making. Them. Uh, well, when you <laughs> do, <laughs> it, when you do it for a living for a while, after a while, you're just like, yeah, no, I'm done. You know. Oh. Honestly, I mean, I have a, a, a great love for tiki, um, and I love. That's the one thing. that's like the hardest thing is like people don't know what tiki is, and a lot I of people you. assume it's you know, really sugary, sweet, juicy drinks, and that's just not the case at all. Okay. Like, traditional tiki was very complex and booze-forward, mm. um, a lot of, like, you know, very dry, um, you know, heavy cocktails, really. Um, honestly, like, what we were talking about with uh, Jeff Berry, like, how we had to go and dig up these old recipes. Yeah. When tiki was very popular back in, like, the, the 50s and the 60s, uh, they... Kept their recipes very secret. The mm. bartenders signed non-disclosure agreements. A lot of really? the fancy uh, tiki bars—they made their drinks in back of the house, um, assembly line style, so that nobody knew the whole recipe except oh, for the head wow. bartender. Um, and so people had a basic flavor profile. When that died off, and then they had that weird kind of second wave that mm-hmm. came up in the 80s, People were just like, well, you know they took tropical flavors like coconut and pineapple and made a lot of really sweet awful drinks and people associate you know frozen daiquiris yeah. with tiki and um, you know that's tacky not tiki um, <laughs> so we got to be better so, so basically yeah this guy Jeff Berry like went and he like tra- tracked down these like 90 year old guys who worked at these bars back in the 40s oh, and wow. like was like you know, nobody's coming after you. Please tell me, right. tell me what, what, what you did. You're about to die
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, and, and and started bringing those back. And so, when I think of a tiki drink, I think of most of the time they are going to be rum based.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I like to have, and there's usually a spiced element to them. So, okay. um, tiki, tiki adjacent would be, yeah, it would have, you know, some it would be a spirit a fruit flavor and a spiced element to it. What
0: do um, you mean by spiced?
2: Um, you know, allspice, okay. cinnamon, Island, clove, Island spices. Island spices. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of syrups they use like, you know, like falernum, which is like clove, mm-hmm. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. ginger
2: and lime, um, allspice dram, pimento dram, so, okay. you know. There's and I, and I don't care what you
1: it. say, I don't care what you say, you can judge me all you want. You hand me a drink that's in like a pineapple or a coconut half, and I'm there. I'm here for it.
0: You're hey, so, you're so tacky, Bar.
1: I, I, I don't okay. care. I'll be tacky. I'll be tacky. I get excited. I'm like, I get a drink out of a pineapple. <laughs> you know wow. how happy that makes me. I'm sure. And I'll is. pay extra for it too. And you have to, yeah. Yeah, you oh, have God. to. Give me a yard glass. It is long. Like, there it is,
0: right? <laughs> 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 that would be annoying to dig out all those pineapples. I would think. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: It is. It is. It's a
0: lot of prep work.
1: It is. That's probably why they charge so much for yeah, it. Yeah, that's
0: probably that's Why? I just not bother doing it. It's uh, like, no, no. Some kid's back there. Like
1: I won't that. support that. Some kid.
0: <laughs> they bring the That's
1: the days. bar back that's trying to learn. Yeah. Trying <laughs> to learn how to do it. It's like, uh, enough of the questions. Go hollow out these. Go
0: hollow your pineapple.
1: pineapples. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you guys decided to start something. Yes. You wanted to join forces. And- yes. Start up a dance studio. With, no,
1: our, with our powers combined. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Captain Planet. Yes. I do have to not, tell you. Not dancing, though. No. no. You, you mentioned cloves. I, I always think of this story, and my husband's going to kill me for saying this, but my husband does not cook. He can. He doesn't. There's there's a difference. He can cook. He has the ability. He okay. just doesn't do it okay. very often. Um, so when his sister was Christine, pregnant.
1: Christina's listening. She's like, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. When his sister wife, was she pregnant she does. with her first child, he decided to make a meal for them and take it over. And he read the recipe and he went to buy the ingredients. It said, like, two cloves, garlic. Um, <laughs> he got garlic, um, but he also got cloves and put cloves in the lasagna.
3: <laughs>
0: Let's just say it's a good thing I don't eat red meat because I didn't have to try it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she took a bite. She's like, this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so don't put cloves as cloves of garlic. They're very, very different things.
1: Yeah, apparently. For for those of you listening, don't put cloves. Don't put cloves in in your lasagna. lasagna.
0: Save those for your. It's like
1: the more you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I was married for six years. I was with my ex-wife for eight years total, a little more. Yeah. In that time, she cooked me six meals. (laughs) And
0: (laughs) were they good? uh,
1: she she stole, actually
2: Stole some serious she, tea today. She got she got <laughs> her um. <laughs> He's
1: yeah.
0: come. No, her meat boiled right
2: down. But 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 the one that, that truly reminds like the same thing is just like she um she made this chicken dish where she decided <laughs> that she was going to coat the chicken in ranch dressing powder. And like she saw a recipe online I think but White it was Castle like did it was like a, it was a like long picture.
1: Time. Of it. I'm serious. I
2: think it was like a Pinterest thing, but there was no real recipe to it. So she's oh, like, she I just, can do that. Oh. And, and and God love her. She Damn. she put a lot of hard work and she was so proud of it. And then we like sat down and it was just like, oh, it was in it. I oh mean gosh. it was well
1: so, just, so rough.
0: Straight just, salt, just
1: straight salt. Straight salt. I just yeah. want to say that my wife is an amazing cook.
0: Great. I just want to say that my <laughs> ex-wife You got some uh, brown stuff yeah. here. Christina, can you make sure he wipes yeah. that off and
2: my, my ex-wife was is is an amazing person. I love her to death. Um, and she was great at so many things, Yeah, cooking, not, cooking not, not one of them. And she knows it and she'll <laughs> own it, so.
0: Well, that's, it's not for everybody. No. No. It's just.
2: She would always look at me, it's like, well, you can do it better, so just do it. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll do it. So. It's like, fair enough. Played on yeah. my ego. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And she did very well, so.
0: <laughs> I, I really enjoy cooking. <laughs> I just, there's just not a lot of time. You, you're the cook too at home, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's definitely an element of people that like cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like crossover with bartending yeah um, I, I'm just not a big cook I can cook I can do some some mm-hmm. stuff but I've you know I like I like going out to eat or getting takeout and yeah. something different every night it's not it's just I enjoy it I'm the same you know
0: I'm really bad with leftovers yeah like I just had this I don't really want it again I have yeah. a hard
1: time cooking for one or two people mm-hmm. I'm
2: used to cooking for the masses so like you uh, know if we're having a holiday okay. um, I'm good, good to go but when it's just like me I'm just like oh well, I just made enough for three weeks. Yeah, and I'm
1: not gonna eat it. Eat it. Hope, <laughs> hope I don't get tired of corned beef hash.
0: Right? <laughs> well, He's there's tired of
1: corned beef hash. I don't know. I... Three weeks straight. Right? Yeah. Anything for three weeks straight by that oh, third yeah. week.
0: There's just and there's some stuff that just doesn't translate into a leftover.
1: It's true.
0: I just can't lettuce. No lettuce has to be consumed right there. Lettuce
1: uh, just give them lettuce. If it's shredded, it's annoying. Oh, it's awful. It just it's Depending on how, it's prepared. Depending
0: That's on how true. it's prepared. Yeah. If it's in a stir fry, it's like, hey when it's kids, semi-crisp. would you like
1: some leftover broccoli? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like, ah! <laughs> asparagus, too. Not so good the next day. No.
3: no, no not
0: great. But asparagus for me is something that it's been maybe, I think we talked about this before. I think I've only enjoyed it for about six or seven years. Because when I was growing up, we used to have canned asparagus. Oh. Ooh.
1: Huh.
0: Mm-mm. You know? No. No, no. So
1: was it just short little stalks, or was the long ones that kind of curled up inside no, the No, they
0: were about that long, and they just were, like, limp. Yeah. Just,
2: uh, just I, like, growing up, asparagus was only steamed or boiled, and it was like, it's just wet grass. Yeah. It wasn't until my mom, like, was watching, you know, Food Network one day, yeah. and they put asparagus on the grill, and it was like, oh yeah, that does make all the difference. It's, yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you, like, roast it, mm. it's beautiful. It's delicious.
0: Same thing with Brussels sprouts too. Same. Yeah. Love me some sprouts. Let's
1: just sprouts. name vegetables. This is, this is. Let's keep talking vegetables at Speaking of today. Brussels sprouts, we have a new There's Brussels a sprout Seriously, we can go down this list and like.
2: At Rye River Social right now. Cauliflower. So.
0: Shut up, He's talking. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> we, got,
1: we, got,
2: we, we just put out a new Brussels sprout dish at Rye River Social. You should come check that out. What's on it? Um.
0: Are you allowed to say?
2: Yeah, I'm allowed to say. Okay. Basically, what they do is they, they they
1: they roasted them. They're kind of like crispy around the edges. Yeah. No, we want people. He wants people to come in and get it, but I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Everything secret, is top secret, secret Brussels. <laughs> trust me. <top secret, laughs> yeah,
2: just trust me. But uh, no, and they put some like chili honey on it to finish it. It's really, it's really quite nice. Sounds um, good. It's
0: um, amazing. So yeah, I think that's the one vegetable. Like, it's really best if you just cover it with a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, put mask really, it. Yeah, put
1: cheese on broccoli and cauliflower yeah cheese on it then i'm like yeah, yeah i'm it's... good i like it i'll eat it
0: the cauliflower we're we're still doing keto both of us are and yeah. the cauliflower overload gets too much i
1: should do like one night and then i gotta take a couple nights off oh yeah yeah it's yeah, like cauliflower
2: a little bit goes uh-huh. i don't know I, you roast up cauliflower like a little mm. salt pepper some rosemary i'm yeah I'm but everybody heaven. but they're really? making it
1: everything they do like cauliflower rice and cauliflower oh, know, pizza yeah. crust and like yeah. i don't say shit i don't want that shit you just did.
3: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what Depending
0: pe- on where it's I've from. Never right? It's
1: not good. I've, You've, I've never had... It.
0: The right kind.
1: Okay, okay, fair enough. Either
0: Massey's or Donato's problems with people All
1: yeah. right. I okay.
3: okay. A I will take call
2: regular Every yeah. time I've
1: ever had it, and I haven't had it from those places, it is just... It's like cardboard. It's yeah, disgusting. Right. It's I'm, very. I'm gonna go from
2: here to Donatos. That's gonna be my lunch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Report back. Yeah. Okay. I recommend Massey's, I think Massey's is better. Uh oh. Massey's
2: Uh-oh. is
1: better. Yeah. I think if you get like a straight pepperoni, it's gonna give you the full
0: pizza
2: taste. hmm yeah. Okay. Uh, so basically, if you mask it with pepperoni, yep. It tastes good. No, no, no. i, I mean, I'd say it tastes
3: <laughs> good on its own. we give it a shot. We <laughs> got Massey's.
0: Massey's well, and I think because how they prepare it. Because I think Massey's has to like they bake it first so that it's actually got a texture. Is Massey's a sponsor
1: because they should be. They're getting a lot of
0: Massey's a lot of love right now. Try Massey's. Massey's not a sponsor, <laughs>
1: yeah. but you could be. <laughs> yeah.
0: We should. I mean, they're local, aren't they? They are. We should have Massey's on here. Yeah, Massey's, sure. come on. Let's
1: and we'll do. We can do a yeah. bring we, the cauliflower. We, let's Ooh, let's do a, uh, a Massey's uh, pizza pop up. There we go. Boom done. We yeah, should. Build relationships. Massey's.
0: Massey's. Massey's. Oh, I Massey's. Later today. It'd
1: be yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: No, I've always. We had one in Gehanna growing up, and that was like yeah. gourmet pizza. That was a that was like place to go. Massey's to donate some
1: pizzas for our pop-up. It's yeah. For the kids. It's for the kids. For the kids.
2: For the kids. Massey's for the mm. kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to what you guys are doing together. Yeah. Where did Saint Russell come from?
1: Uh, that's my dad. hmm Yeah. Uh, so my dad is always a. Huge supporter of me and all my crazy endeavors over the years. Whether it was just, um, you know, sports when I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, when I wanted to move back east to try to make it in radio, and my mom and my dad both are just like they're the best. And my dad was my best friend, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a very courageous battle uh, that with prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passed this this year, uh, back in March, right before everything shut down with COVID. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it was always, I always wanted to figure out a way that I could honor him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I knew someday maybe I'd want to try to open my own bar or restaurant. And I wanted to call it, name it after my dad. Mm-hmm. And I decided on St. Russell's because, like, you he just, he's just the best. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool name. I thought it sounded good. Yeah. Uh, and me and Nate have been talking about, you know, maybe trying to get together and working on, an actual physical location mm-hmm. at some point. But he says to me, because like, we were talking about like just getting together and doing these events, uh, he goes, hey man, like, we should just name this after your dad too. We should call this St. Russell Productions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that didn't even occur to me. I thought that was so mm-hmm. cool that not only the, the we get to do that, but the how supportive Nate mm-hmm. is about that um, and the fact that he wanted to, to do that and he knew how important it was to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really kind of stemmed from that.
2: Yeah, I figure it's like if, if this... Does you know down the road lead to you know a brick and mortar location for mm-hmm. us? It's like I want people to be familiar with that name. It's like let's get yeah. that name out there right now and be like, oh yeah, yeah. those are those guys that we went to that competition. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Or they had that cool pop up. So
1: and it makes we go and check and it makes that perfect out, you know? sense. You, just, you know? know. Yeah. And for me, it's cool every time I hear somebody say something about St. Russell's. I'm like man, it puts a smile on my face. It gets yeah. me, It gets me right here. <laughs> and because like you know some people know, some don't. Yeah. And, but for me, I know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a pretty cool way to keep, everybody ever that knew my dad, that his memory will live on forever. Mm-hmm. But it's a cool way for me to, to, you know, honor his legacy and carry on that legacy, I think.
0: What is the, what's the goal? Like, what do you, the dream for it?
1: The dream for it is, is I mean, with this, we're doing cocktail classes. Mm-hmm. Individual, private, corporate. We're doing uh, weddings. Uh, we're uh-huh. doing uh, cocktail competitions, obviously. We're doing cocktail pop-up events. So the goal is to do these throughout the year, and right now we want to try to safely and responsibly mm-hmm. give people a way that they can come out to these events, have a great time, but with the proper social distancing yeah. and the precautionary measures in place to ensure that everybody's gonna be safe. Mm-hmm. But just get out of the house and do something. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know about you guys, but you know, like if you, you can only do so many meetings and
3: uh-huh. on Zoom, uh-huh. and the last yeah. time
1: I was on your show <laughs> was Zoom, and that was a blast. But that was, after that, probably a couple months later, I got serious Zoom fatigue because everything's via Zoom. Yeah. And uh, I think it is a testament to the fact that people are ready to, for these things, the fact that it sold out so quickly. But that's the, those are the goals. We want to just really kind of continue to to add, you know, our experience and our knowledge to, you know, the community here, whether it be through these... Events that industry people like to go to, or like I did, a, I did a cocktail class last weekend. It was awesome. So mm-hmm. people that want to learn more about what we do yeah. and how to make proper drinks and whatever the theme may be, and then yeah. and then brick and mortar, mm-hmm. brick Eventually, and mortar yeah. location. Eventually, you know, we we want to have uh, we want to work for ourselves, and you know, mm-hmm. put put that in the place. That's yeah, that's the that's the dream. Right. That's the dream. But but when that happens, this will still be I foresee this still being a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we want it would be you know a, a branch of what we do.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. that it all? It covers it all. Yeah.
0: Where did the logo come
1: from? Uh, well, so my dad's, uh, so it's the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. My dad's from New York, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in uh, Brooklyn, and then later New Jersey.
0: Did he have an accent? Yeah. Did he?
1: <laughs> yeah. He, we moved out here to Ohio when I was a kid and my dad never lost his accent. Really? And when he got excited. It would come out even more. Oh why you doing? it? Oh, oh. you know, get together with his brothers or yeah. his friends from yeah. back east, you know, like whether it be Long Island or Brooklyn or New Jersey or, you know, Massachusetts family all oh, through all those funny. areas. Um the uh, he always had the accent. I remember <laughs> I was talking to my mom. Now Nate didn't get a chance to know my dad well, but you met my father. Yeah. And you got a kick out of him, if I do say <laughs> so myself. I remember one time Nate and a buddy of ours went to the Came to the Cocktails Fair Calls event that we did last year. And uh, they, you guys wanted to meet him. Yeah. And I remember they were sitting on the opposite side of the bar. and They're like, is that your dad over there? And I'm like, yeah, like I think you're talking about him. He's over there. And they're like, yeah, he just did one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's it. And he yeah, started do. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember that? that? I do remember that, Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was you know that was fun and then we're doing the Cocktail spur calls again this year yeah. uh, to raise money. It's the second annual. I'm super mm-hmm. excited that it's happening again. We're doing it at the Buckeye Bourbon House on November mm-hmm. 28th, uh, raising money for the Prostate Cancer Foundation. Yeah. So we doing drink specials. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff. Like for more information on that, which we're going to be doing an online auction. Just go to like st russellproductions com mm-hmm. and. You know, stay up to date on that. That's really the best way to do it. So
0: awesome. you've, you've yeah been so, and Nate. I don't know as much about you, but it sounds like you guys have been just getting more and more creative during this time. I mean,
2: I've had a very productive uh, quarantine. You know, in COVID period, it's one of those things where you know, I feel like since I've been in Ohio, um, I, I I I spent the first several years feeling very stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed, you know, living in the city. I moved here from Boston, yeah, and, um, you know, I was just kind of adjusting to life here. And then the last couple years, it's been my life's kind of been an upheaval. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of big changes going on. It was until I had some time, like this is the, the longest period I've had without working in a really long mm-hmm. time, and I was just sitting there like, it's time to, you know, make some things happen. So like, you know, the creativity starts, you know, flowing, and mm-hmm. you get all these ideas. And then as soon as you're allowed to leave the house, it's like let's go get these yeah. moving. And you know I think Jesse was the same way. And he was still waiting after I went back to work. He was still yeah. waiting for his bar to reopen. And and which you it know,
1: never which it never does. Yeah. I had to go to
2: elsewhere. So I think you know we have like this you know ability to work together, and we kind of think very similarly, mm-hmm. and we usually tend to be on the same page. Like we'll come, up, one of us will have an idea, and the other guy will be like, I was you know kind of thinking the same thing. And
1: that's happened a lot. Yeah, and did, But also, I feel like our personalities complement each other as well, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, there has been very little disagreement on any of our ideas. And, and it, yeah. it's been more of, like, well, how about we do this? And we're like, oh, that's actually, that's good, you know what I mean? That kind yeah. of, like, the, that, that makes it better. You right. know, little things like that. Like, he, you know, we were just, like, talking the other day about whenever we do, you know, have a. Uh, you know, we're just dreaming. You know about like when we do have a, a our own spot or whatever, like signage. And I was like, that's better than what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, he yeah, had a really cool idea yeah. for that. So, you know, little things like that, and then sometimes they're big things. You know.
3: And,
2: but, and, and yeah, it's just like it's like you know, and also just now's the time. You know, it's like we have this opportunity. People, you know, seem to be paying attention, and it's just like you know, if we have you know this little bit of time to to make an impact let's do it and uh yeah it's just been the the response has been great you know um i was talking to jesse the other day it's like i've always kind of flown under the radar i've never been one for like spotlight or anything like that i just want to make good drinks and put Mm -hmm. together good menus and that and like you know i've made a lot of good friends through it and now i have people like coming into my bar and be like oh i remember you from you know your last place or oh, I read this article about you, and I was like, wait, what? You know, it it's really <laughs> throws me off, but yeah. but hearing all of that and, and feeling that, it's just like, and we're just getting so much love. It's like, let's just run with this, you know, you're and take right it track? as far as we can go. Well, and, I, and, um, I,
1: and I told him, I was like, I don't think that you're giving yourself the proper credit because people, and you're seeing this now, but people, and at least in the industry, and the people that are familiar with the industry absolutely know Nate's name mm-hmm. and who he is. And then, and if you don't, you probably soon will, Yeah. or you should, because he's one of the best at what he does.
0: I love it. I, I find it fascinating. Basically, what you do and kind of what I do is similar. I mean, there is a there is a theatrical aspect to what you all have to do. Because I think about it yeah. when, and I don't I don't sit at many bars when I would visit yours. You know, it's like, but I, I it's like a show happening. Yeah, it's crazy. It can be, it
1: can be. Yeah. I mean,
0: not like opening a bud and setting it down, but you <laughs> know, when there's actual. Whoa! Oh my gosh, you did that so well! But. No, there, there's a theatricality about how things are placed and moved and maneuvered. It's, and it's
1: the flow, yeah. Yeah, and the vibe. And, I know, think it would like,
0: stress me out, beyond belief. But...
1: You see the bartenders like oh, oh, bumping into each mm-hmm. other, or they just like move in perfect yeah. harmony. That, that's always a that's something I like. Like I don't I don't care so much about, and I know that's not what you're talking about, but you go know, mm-hmm. to like certain bars and like the flair. I don't. Yeah. That doesn't. No. really, I, I don't. That's impressive, but like it's not really my thing. But when I see them just like moving and not even mm-hmm. not even they don't even have to say a word. You know, you're just like you are like not not like working perfectly yeah. in, in, behind, yeah. in that small space, that is just impressive to me. and then
0: and knowing where everything is knowing where
1: everything <laughs> is, yeah that's yeah, you just muscle memory and yeah, that's why it's important to all you new bartenders that are trying to make it up yeah. come yeah. up in the in the game. Re- hey, new bartender. reset the cocktail station and put things back where they go. Oh.
3: Well,
1: I just yeah.
2: launched a new menu this week at, at Rye River, and it's almost hilarious how, like, even the most seasoned bartenders, when it's like, we just changed up your whole rack because we have a whole oh. new menu to work with. And they're just staring at it like it's their first time yeah, behind it's like, bar. I forgot how to do and this. it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> where, where is it? You know? It? And it's just like, until that muscle memory comes, you know, yeah. gets into things, like, let's try and get this arranged. But they did, they, they go to, That's a they good just play. have to stop. Like, they would have just deer in headlights and was like, you've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> Come on, make the drink. Yeah. no idea. So you know, when you like, say
0: you create a new menu, what is that, what does that mean? Like
2: basically we took we had i made the first menu um that we had it open uh back in march we opened two days before we got shut down so when we came back i basically rolled that kind of it was like a spring summer menu right on through yeah and now that we're switching into the fall flavors i basically was like i'm tired of making these drinks let's scrap that and start over yeah okay. so we basically we did a, a hundred percent turnover uh where just we started over and i have some some new bartenders that are some really really talented people that i brought on and i wanted their input. Yeah, a good mm-hmm. good crew there. Yeah. We're For sure. We're coming together. Um so i was just like, you know, the first menu i did basically 100% this menu i'm, you know, maybe like half the drinks are mine and then i've got you know some other people that did some great contributions and i i wanted that. I want my my staff to be creative. I want them to, you know, put their stamp on the menu right. because, you know, if you have a, something on the menu, you're going to be proud of it. You're going to sell yeah. it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And so I wanted everybody represented. Um, so they put in a ton of work and uh, we have this great, you know, new menu with lots of fall flavors, winter flavors. Um, and yeah, we're going to carry that one through the next, probably through the holidays. And then we'll start to, we're not going to do a hard changeover, but we'll start to swap out things as yeah. we we'll get past the holidays.
1: That's often, you know, some some bars will change once a year, some will change, you know, with the seasons.
0: Do you find that most people use the menu or that they order their own? Like, I typically, if I get a cocktail, I'm usually not picking something from the cocktail menu.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I would say 90% of our cocktails are off menu, are from the menu. Like, people will come in um, and look at the menu and and pick something from there. It depends on the bar, too. Mm -hmm. It does depend on the bar. Yeah. I think a lot of it, too, is that we're still relatively new, so people are just looking over the menus completely. Yeah. We do get plenty of people that just come up to the bar and order, you know, some kind of a call, you know, they'll be like, oh, gin and tonic or whatever, yeah. vodka soda. Um, but we appreciate it when they, they take the time to look at the cocktail menu. Like, yeah. we, we work really hard, and it's right. like, it's been really satisfying to see so many people. I've had a lot of people come to me and be like, I'm not usually a cocktail person, mm-hmm. but this is delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's awesome, that's what we're going for. Yeah. Um, people who normally drink wine will be like, oh, but I got this instead, and it was so pretty. And Or that's the thing is, they'll see it. They'll be like, they'll see somebody, like, walk by, like, one of the servers, and they'll have a tray full of drinks, and be like, oh, what's that? And they try it, Yeah. that's really, you
0: know. So what do you, what cocktails do you recommend to a pretty much straight red wine drinker?
2: Pretty much straight red wine drinker?
1: Honestly, um.
0: I don't love bourbon and whiskey. I don't dislike it i just don't love it
1: i mean that would be that would be the avenue that i would probably go to play the truth mm-hmm. would be like a bourbon or whiskey and i guess yeah, you, I you want something that's not light. too sweet
2: yeah. and and with a dry finish yeah. um yeah i mean
1: maybe maybe like a boulevardier <sighs> yeah.
2: where my head went I'm with the boulevardier <laughs>
1: It's a, a bourbon, so you know, a Negroni. Uh-huh. So it's swap out the gin for a bourbon. Okay. Or a whiskey. Okay. And it's that um, sweet remove. Mm. So you get a little sweet. I feel like little... you
0: made that
1: for I probably course. have. Yeah. Made that for you. With that in mind. Did you love it?
0: Just say yes. Yes, I loved
1: Gosh. it. I don't remember. Softballs.
0: What is he talking about? <laughs> Well, here's the deal, though, too, is that I may not remember because we had cocktails, okay? Uh, so give me a little credit there. It's too late. I think it was on my birthday.
1: No, I think I, I I made a lot of different cocktails for you. Yeah. And it's usually like surprising or with something, so mm-hmm. it's a mix of some of the classics with some originals in mind. But that's I mean, that's really, if, somebody's, if somebody New says New York, make a New York sour, you know, yeah, yeah, Put the red wine New right York on top sour. of
2: that, yeah. Basically, it's a whiskey sour, sour with a with red, wine red wine flavor. Wine float.
3: Very nice
2: right, yeah. Or you could play with something like, you know, cassis, like a good French cassis, because yeah, yeah. then you're getting your berries again. It's, it's, it's a French great variety. I varietal. feel like
0: I've had that with champagne. What is that called?
1: They definitely do, I mean, a lot of like fortified wines and vermouths and things yep. like that, yeah. cocktails that will include those. Okay. I'm sorry. What did, you, what did you ask?
0: There, I feel like I made a drink with Is it, is it syrup? The cassis? It's a, it's a liqueur, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. a liqueur. With champagne. He was just like, I don't
1: know what that's called. I'm sure, it's good. It's pretty. Some variation of a champagne cocktail? I yeah. Don't I don't know.
0: I do like champagne. Yeah. That's, that's
1: less it's like a cocktail.
0: <laughs> I don't, know. I, don't I, know. I love,
2: yeah. I, I, I have a much love for, for champagne and sparkling wines. Or, you know, and champagne cocktails. Like a French mm-hmm. 75 is one of my. Mm-hmm. That's one of my fa- absolute favorite drinks is. Um, just a really dry um tom collins Yeah, just hmm. gin lemon soda tiniest really? bit of sugar
1: in it but yeah
0: huh. um what is is that named after something
1: tom collins tom Collins.
0: no i gathered that thank you ben <laughs> make them stop
2: <laughs> the other nice thing about a tom collins is you can walk into pretty much any bar and have and, and walk the bartender through you know how to make it like i've asked for them in the past they're like oh we don't have any collins mixing like okay it's we're a... gonna get through this together yeah <laughs> we
1: don't have mix <laughs> just hold mix. my
2: hand
0: we'll do this yeah,
1: yeah. It's, like, it's like that's good because that's I that's good because I, I don't want Collins mix I don't want mix,
0: yeah. mix.
1: really that's interesting I guess you know like yeah some bars do like the margarita mix oh gosh it depends what kind of bar you I just know a lot of
2: people don't know what a Tom Collins is outside of that bottle of Tom yeah, Collins that's all. mix they I... sell at their grandparents house or right. whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's like you, usually you can find a, a bottle of beef eater on the back bar somewhere and just be like alright we can work with
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll have to try a real one. Because I always think of those drinks, like, from the bottle. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I,
3: don't
1: I will them. say that is that is cool, though, to look at it from this angle, that if you can go in somewhere and the bartender doesn't know, that they don't have an ego about it. They're, like, happy to make you what you yeah. want. But sometimes you go in and they would clearly not know what you're asking for. Yeah. And it, but like, would not be willing to hear it. You know yeah. what I mean? We've all encountered that. Yeah. We've all encountered yeah. it. Uh, is so, it is yeah, it
0: awkward? Have you had somebody come in and be like, let me let me walk you through what I'd like it to be? i mean, I
1: had somebody. Um, you get people that come in and they had a drink that on vacation at this one time at this one place that has this name that you've never heard of and it's just some sort of a beachy drink or whatever. Yeah, and right. they're like, you know, like, oh, you don't know what that is? Well, like, well, no, because that was at like, you know you know, the Joe's Crab Shack down in Orlando that you went to. I have no idea, you know, I can make it for you, but just tell me what's in it. Yeah. You know, like, I say it nicer than that. But.
0: I would hope so. Yeah. Not to me, no. you wouldn't,
1: but...
2: Get out. <laughs> yeah, the number of people that came into the Tiki Bar and they're just like, I'm a Mai Tai expert. It's like, because you went on a cruise once? Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. That you know. was that vacay in Cabo. Yeah. yeah. And it's just
2: like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, pineapple juice and grenadine.
0: No.
1: But like, well, yeah. well like, just tell me what's in it. If you know what's in it, I'll happily make it, but, you know, it's impossible to know every drink, right. uh, every bar. You know, there's the classics, and there's the extended circle of those, and, you know, I mean, I'd say, I don't even know how many drinks I know how to make off the top of my head, but it's a fair amount. Yeah. But, you know, you to, nobody you ever, knows everything. you
0: ever have to look something up? Like, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. not weird.
1: No, I mean, it's impossible to know everything.
0: Right.
1: Like, I'd as far look as up to these recipes, wrong. like, yeah. nobody, nobody... Somebody might, but like to no, know every single thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: is I mean, the and, and you kind of forget some sometimes, like you know, like some of the old school, like fad cocktails that from the '70s or '60s or '70s or whatever. I don't know, and then you haven't made them in a long time, and somebody orders it. I'm like, ah, oh, what
2: was in that again?
1: The, 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 you know, okay. you just don't make them all the time.
2: I forget my own cocktails, if I don't make them often enough. It's just like I get oh, yeah. to go back to the notebook and be like, Oh, remember that one we made, like, three years
1: ago? <laughs> I'm literally... It's like, I literally invented it, and I have no idea what's in it, you know? Well, you I,
0: make so many, I would yeah. think it just yeah. runs together, actually. Well, one.
1: I'm doing... A perfect example of that is I'm doing a cocktail competition. I'm in the competition on uh, this upcoming Monday. It's the Woodford Manhattan Experience. Mm. I do not remember what the cocktails are that I entered. So, I have to go find what they are so I can make them for the judges on Monday.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I know they were good.
0: They were, they were brilliant. Wow. Yeah.
1: I think fig was involved.
0: Fig? I think so.
2: Figs, fig is great. I actually love like um, figs. My new my Manhattan is. on yes. our menu, we, we date infused the vermouth. So, we infused the vermouth with, with oh, date. Okay. really nice. And then I we that served would be good. it with a candied date instead of a cherry. So. It's been incredibly uh-huh. popular.
1: Cause yeah. So you guys, this is the kind of stuff that we can teach you yeah. for a private cocktail class. So
0: yeah, yeah. So people can reach out and have you. No, in. please do. Um, tell us how we we're gonna we're gonna close up because you're gonna we're gonna now go to a bar and you're gonna make me all these drinks, right? That works.
1: You're well, acting like you don't have a whole bar just right over there out of, out of the camera. If I
0: had a whole bar right over there. I would not be able to sit this chair right now. <laughs> Thanks, COVID Thanks for. Getting us all drunk. Um, tell us how you can be found.
1: St. Russell Productions.com.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: we're posting all the information about upcoming events. Uh, you can just reach out to us, uh, give us a call, email us. Uh, we're on Instagram uh, okay. at St. Russell
0: Productions.com.
1: Uh, well, not on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Just
2: go to Instagram.com.
0: Yeah.
2: St. Russell dot com. Yeah. And, ch- and, and the word saint is
1: spelled out. It's not saint, spelled out. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. spelled out.
3: Very cool.
1: Or you can find us on there too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well I'm We to you we love. Kids. Yeah, thanks.
1: We love great. we love love being here with you, talking It's always a pleasure to to see you. Yeah, good times. Good
0: times. Good times, good times <laughs> for sure. Good times. Well, thank you. And yeah. I mean, we'll look forward to seeing you do your thing. it be good. Yeah, yeah. It'll be exciting.
1: Yeah. Keep so sports. we're super excited about it. It'll be great. We'll keep you posted
0: kids are so cool oh so cool Shucks. well thank you for listening to speak easily i'm still krista Stoffer.
3: boxland media think big